Welcome to another episode of the Guys with God podcast called Sharing Our Struggles, where we discuss the everyday challenges and frustrations that all men go through during their lives at one time or another. We like to talk about how we've dealt with them from both our past experiences and from what God reveals to us through his word. Now, here's today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the podcast called Sharing Our Struggles with the Guys with God. Uh, today, again, I'm here with my brother, Mark, and um, I would like to go over, Mark, uh, the series we've been in at church lately has really been hitting home with me, and it's it's been on forgiveness. So um, today, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, forgiveness and holding on to resentment and love and how all those things tie in together and how when we hold on to uh, resentment because we haven't forgiven somebody, what that does to us and um, how it affects us. And also, if we are able to uh, let go of that resentment and forgive somebody and let it go and turn it over to God, how that affects our lives. So, uh, Mark, what does um, lately with this, the um, series we've been in and stuff about forgiveness, when you think about forgiveness and resentment, what, what comes to mind? Hey, good morning, Ron. <clears throat> Well, we have to talk about the F word, don't we? Gee, okay, well, <laughs> for me, um, forgiveness requires work on my part. Uh, I've learned over the years, and what I've loved about this series we've been in is it reminded me that if I can't forgive, or I'm unwilling to forgive, or not even able to forgive, I'm poisoning myself mm -hmm. because I'm the one that's remaining sick with anger, with resentment, with those expectations in my head. I'm the one that's being held prisoner by all those emotions inside myself that I'm not processing. And so this series has helped me revisit and review what has been so freely given to both of us in our other 12-step program is that when we are willing to look at those resentments, look at those fears, look at those expectations, and not only look at those, but look at our parts in them, we can then see the keys we need to change our attitudes, our behaviors, and then we can actually let go of that perceived wrong. Mm -hmm. And what I love about that, uh, the one of the verses I like is Ephesians 4.32. It gives us three things to work on. It says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God forgave us. Mm -hmm. So it tells me I've got to be kind, I've got to be tenderhearted, and I've got to forgive. Now I look at that and it's like, okay, what if I'm not willing? Then I have to remember what Jesus did on the cross for all of us. Then I also have to remember that that's what I want people to be for me. I want people to be kind to me. I want people to be tenderhearted with me because I'm not perfect. I screw up all day long and I know I say things I shouldn't, do things I shouldn't, so I appreciate when someone can give me a break. And so if I'm not able to forgive, then how can I expect others to forgive? Or more importantly, as we we're going to talk about here today, how is God able to forgive us if we can't forgive others? So that's what the series has opened up in my, my mind. Yeah, what you said uh, resonates with me is, how do I expect God to forgive me if I can't forgive others? Yeah. You know, it says in the Bible, if you, you know, bring your, um, your offer to the altar if you have someone, something against someone, place your offering down and go take care of that. So, and then uh, if not, with, with the forgiveness for me, uh, is that resentment. Resentment, you know, drinking the poison, hoping someone else dies, <laughs> or I like to call it 
that person is living rent free in my head. Yes. So who is it really affecting? It's affecting me. And they say, and we've been taught that forgiveness is for us. It's not for the other person. So if I can't forgive, then that, that, that builds up the resentment inside of me and that resentment just, it eats away at me. And then it comes out through other relationships and it just comes and it affects everything around me, the people around me, because I'm carrying that resentment and I'm not letting it go. Uh, what I want to share recently is um, <clears throat> an example of this is, is with my father. Um, a couple of weeks ago, my dad passed and there was a time when I went about 40 years of my life without talking to my dad. And uh, I carried a lot of anger and I carried that resentment for a long, long time. And that now I look back at it, that affected how I how I was, you know, carrying that resentment. It may not have um, been where it was really forth uh, up front and where I really noticed it all the time. But little by little, it, it, it was just there, you know, and I just I knew it was there, but I kind of stuffed it. So I carried that resentment for many, many, many years. And I always said I wanted to be the dad to my kids that my dad wasn't to me. So carrying that resentment and that anger, it festered who I was. And I might not have always known it, but it did affect my relationship with my wife, my kids, my family, all that. And even though I didn't really always see it until it came a point in time when um, my younger brother passed about 19 years ago. And uh, after he had passed a short time after, um, I contacted my dad. I called him up. And, and at that time, all that anger, all that mm-hmm. resentment, it all came out of me. And I started out the conversation pretty well. And then all of a sudden, I just exploded. And I, I was cussing him out. I was yelling at him. I, how dare you? How could you this? And how could you do that? Um, and I don't blame him. He hung up on me. I would have done the same thing because I was nasty. So a little short term after or short while after that, uh, I started to think about it and I collected my thoughts. And then I think this thing about uh, if I can't forgive, how do I expect God to forgive me started to sink in back then. So I wrote him a letter and I wrote him a long letter and um, <clears throat> I, uh, I apologized. I asked him for forgiveness and um, I told him I was sorry. And I just, I put it all on paper and I mailed it to him. And at that point, I felt that I was able to start letting go of that resentment and that I could start, I started to forgive him and that started to work inside of me and change me. And over the years, it took some time. Uh, it was a couple of years ago when I, um, uh, contacted my dad and, um, actually his sister. And, uh, I made arrangements to go see him because I didn't want to have any regrets in my life, of uh, that, um, something were to happen to my dad, I wanted to make sure that I was good. We were, I wanted to know that I was sorry. I wanted to see who, plus I wanted to see who he was and what kind of a man he was. And I I just wanted to see if I could restore that relationship before, you know, he was getting up in age and I I just didn't want to carry that resentment and that regret. If something were to happen to him, I didn't get that chance to, to make amends with him. So a couple of years ago, as you know, uh, I was really nervous before going and all that stuff. And when I went, it was just, it was, it was such a cool thing. Um, I felt God, he, God doesn't take sides. He takes over, mm. you know, and I just felt there's so much, so much peace come within inside me and um, just realizing, you know, 
that he did the best he could with what he knew back then. And me, my perception of that was different. And I thought, you know, my rights and what I expected and all those things as a kid. And I didn't know how to deal with all those things. But um, it's just making that peace, that forgiveness, letting go of that resentment. It, it, it was such an overwhelming, uh, wonderful experience for me. And I believe you guys knew that how it had changed me when I came back. And the last couple of years, I've had such a good relationship with my dad. I've seen him a few times and I've had numerous hours of conversations on the telephone with him. And uh, when the Lord took him a couple of weeks ago, it was I was so happy that I was able to mm. make those amends, forgive him and be able to carry that forward. And I was actually able I celebrated his life. Uh, not so much. I had my moments of mourning, but I celebrated the last couple of years of how wonderful it was to be able to let go of that resentment, be able to forgive my dad and be able to uh, just enjoy his relationship. So for me, that letting, letting go of that resentment uh, that I carried all those years and drinking the poison, hoping some that you know something would happen to him or whoever I'm carrying that uh, resentment or unforgiveness for, it's that was a big lesson of letting go of all that stuff, turning it over to God, letting God take care of that and just letting it go. It's, it's just amazing what it can do for us and for me, what it did for me. Absolutely. Ron, such a good story. And I'm so glad you got that, not only that closure with your dad, but that <clears throat> bond mm -hmm. with your, your dad, you got to know your real dad and his real reasons. And he got to know the real Ron. I'm just so happy to hear that. Um, Thanks. I love what you shared because it hit me between the eyes, how it affected your relationships with your family and others. And that's been one of the biggest things that I've had to work on over the years. When I'm hanging on to something, I might forgive you, but I'm still mm -hmm. mad. I might forgive you, but I'm still, you know, PO'd, if you will. But I then see how that bleeds over into my other relationships. If I can't trust a person because of a misunderstanding, and I'm not working on that, inside myself, then I start having trust issues with other people in my lives, mm -hmm. my wife, my daughter, my friends, my business, you know, associates. And I see that bleeding in. And luckily I've learned that that's something that's not them. It's me. Mm -hmm. And, um, another good verse, it says, you know, Matthew six fifteen, which, which hits me between the eyes says, but if you don't forgive others of their trespasses, mm -hmm. their faults, Neither will your father forgive your mistakes. Yes. And with me being the master manipulator, I will manipulate everything to get my way because I don't want to try to control something. Mm -hmm. Right. But what I've learned is the more harder I try to manipulate something, the further away from the truth I'm getting. And it's harder for God and the Holy Spirit to show me his will for me if I'm getting focused on my will. So when it comes back to forgiveness, even though I may have a hard time forgiving a person, place, thing, or situation, I need to let it go and mm -hmm. let the poison escape me. Now, what's that look like for me? The, the, the famous 20-year resentment. I, well, years ago, I worked for this business, and I really thought and expected and assumed I would wind up getting this huge promotion that never came. It kept getting handed down to others. And the fact of the matter was, it was a family-owned business. I wasn't part of the family, so I was never going to be on that team, but mm -hmm. I couldn't see that. 
plus the fact I was so active in my active drinking and drugging, they couldn't really trust me even though they loved me. But yet I held that for 20 years. And what finally allowed me to get rid of that was my sponsor, Jim. You guys know the story. Maybe you don't, but I've had three sponsors named Jim. I don't like change. Well, third sponsor, Jim, brought out a backpack one day and brought out some rocks and said, load this backpack full of rocks. I'm like, okay. He goes, now we're going to go spend a couple hours together. He goes, put on that backpack and come with me. So I'm carrying this freaking backpack with probably 20, 30 pounds of rocks in it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, he's the sponsor. I got to do what he says. Finally, after two hours, he goes, how's that working out for you? Mm -hmm. I said, man, it's hurting my back. He goes, exactly. He goes, for every resentment you have, for every expectation you have, for all that stress you have, those are rocks you're adding on to you to carry. He goes, and look what happens when you lighten your load. Now, Sponsor Jim is not the most religious guy in the world, but he's spiritual. He goes, why don't you give them rocks to that God guy and let him have those? And that's what I did. But that was the lesson I learned that's been in the Bible forever. When I can forgive others, that allows God to forgive me. And by hearing the story of how you were able to work through your resentment against your dad and build that bond of trust and love with him, not only was God able to forgive you and improve your family relationships and your life relationships, but also strengthen that bond between you and your dad. So I just loved hearing that story, Ron. Yeah. Um, great analogy of carrying that bag of rocks and the backpack on your back. That's, that's so true when it comes to, for me, um, with holding on to that resentment and unforgiveness is that I'm carrying that weight of all that and um, carrying that weight of resentment, that root, uh, what kind of fruit is that producing in my life? You know, and that was, yeah, I saw how it was affecting my relation, my other relationships. And even though I may not have saw it all the time, it was that now that I look back on it and um, that, um, that forgiveness, forgiving people uh, it's talked about in the Bible. It, it's all part of loving somebody, you know, and in the first Corinthians 13 um, chapter five, or verse five, it says in one of the sentences, what I really like, it says, it keeps love is it keeps no record of being wronged. So for me, that's that's that resentment because I'm keeping that record. I'm keeping that record. You you wronged me, so I'm keeping a record of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm holding on to that. Well, you owe me, you owe me, you owe me. Well, you know, that's and that goes back to carrying that resentment and that record. That's in my head. That's not in the person who has wronged me or who has done me harm. Um uh, that's, they had no idea that I'm holding on to that and I'm holding on to that, that keeping that record, keeping that score. And it, it just doesn't do any good for me, you know, and it's just to forgive. Sometimes it, it's very difficult, you know, and, but you have to realize that. And I like to go back an example I use now is that look at Jesus. He's the perfect example of forgiveness. They crucified him for what, not for what he did, but for who he said he was, you know, and he yeah. didn't, and, and he's up on the cross being crucified. And right before he dies, he's, he's telling them, forgive them, Father, for they not, for, you know, he forgave them while he was on the cross to people that crucified him. So if you use that as an example, the things that are done to me are nowhere near what Jesus went through. So if he can forgive the people who crucified him, then I should be able to be able to forgive the people who have done me wrong, who have hurt me and um, who have done things to me that, you know, it hurt me. But. I have to be able to, to let it go and turn it over to God and forgive them and let God work in and through me and work in and through the other person and let him show his grace, his mercy and his forgiveness that he has for all of us. I have to, I have to let that flow through me. And the way I can let that flow through me is 
spending time with him every morning, having you and my other front, my other accountability friends and partners in my life that I can share my hurts and my experiences and help me to see things I don't see and help me to walk through that, the path of forgiving others and, unfor, you know, and being unforgiving and show me the areas where I may be struggling in that. Absolutely. And one of the things I've learned about forgiveness is, and they talked about it too in this series, which I thought was really good. Trust and forgiveness are two different things. Right. Even though I've been able to forgive people, places, and things, that doesn't necessarily mean I have to instantly give them that blanket trust they once had with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that the common word that I use a lot these days are boundaries. I can forgive the person. I don't have to forget the offense, but I can no longer allow that offense to hold me hostage. You know, and I've had a lucky life. I've heard some real horror stories by folks that have been treated wrong physically, mentally, and emotionally. Luckily, I've never had to go through any of Mm -hmm. that. But those folks that can forgive that abuser and keep that boundary around that abuser, God frees them to move on. And what I've learned from that is that frees them to start trusting others mm-hmm. in their life the way God intends it to be, with the real, the real love, the agape love that we're supposed to have, the patience, the tolerance, and acceptance of others. That's what love is to me. And by being able to, to forgive a person, place, or thing, that frees me to trust new people, new places, new things, and new situations, and not allow that poison to keep running through my head saying, well, and the, the joke I used the other night was, because all guys wear ball caps and glasses, I can't trust a guy that wears a ball cap and glasses. Mm-hmm. And so when I let go of those preconceived notions, that lets God come in and not only show me what he needs me to do for that person, place, or thing, but also allows me to heal and move forward to help others. Yeah. Um, something that I read recently was saying that you are never more like Jesus than when you remain silent in the uh, voices of criticism and um, other things that people are saying to or against you. So something I've been working on lately is trying to keep my mouth shut when I feel I'm being criticized, or I like to use those trigger words that um, set me back to when I was a child and those that low self-esteem and feeling of self-worth, lack of self-worth, um, is I keep my mouth shut. Instead of, my, instead of trying to defend myself, um, I keep my mouth shut and let God peace and his grace and his mercy just kind of cover me. I kind of say, all right, God, that's a lie. I don't, those things aren't true about me. Um, let me just forget about that. And just, I'm a child of God. And I know I'm not that person that this person is accusing me of. And, um, I know my, like I said, I would like to in the past try to retaliate and something I like that was said over, I think it was this weekend is, um, repaying evil with evil makes you evil. Mm. that was big. So, Huge. so I want to, I want to get, I want to retaliate. I want to get, well, you did this to me. So I'm going to do that to you. Well, that's evil being repaid with evil. That makes me evil. So that, that took me back a little bit and made me think about, yeah, wow. Making me a whole new perspective on mm. wanting to retaliate against somebody uh, that does something for me instead of just forgiving them and realizing probably what they did. I, I don't realize I have to realize what they're going through at that time. Maybe they're carrying some rocks on their backpack and on their shoulders. And that's, that's, they're just, that's just uh, something that they're going through. It's not really the truth. So realizing the truth of who God says I am and not listening to those lies helps me not even have to 
get that state of mind where I feel I have to forgive that person. I can just let it go. So that's something that's really difficult, but that's something new that I've been trying to work on. And uh, through God's grace and through his uh, mercy and his love and unconditional love for us, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm aware of that. Absolutely, Ron. Absolutely. So. It's, yeah, the repaying evil for evil thing. I know we're running short on time here, but one thing I've learned is when I find myself wanting to show them or get even with them, I'm dropping to their level and I'm blocking out God's Holy Spirit Amen. again. And I've got to let that go. And for me, the biggest safety valve for me is I can vent to you. I can vent to my mm -hmm. brothers. I can vent to my hurt, my pain, my anger. And it stays here. It doesn't go anywhere else. But for me to want to take that and repay the evil with evil, that's not what we need to be doing. So I'm so glad to hear that again this weekend. Yeah. Uh, great uh, discussion this morning, Mark. I appreciate your time and your words of wisdom and all the, you know, being able to open and vulnerable with us. And uh just want to thank everybody for listening and uh, have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you hear, please share it with a friend. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook page, Guys With God, and also our website, guyswithgod.com, where both places give you an opportunity to pose any questions that you may have from today's discussion or to post any topic that you may want to hear discussed in the future. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.